the Workforce Connections podcast, where we discuss workforce development in Southern Nevada. Here's your host. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the WC podcast. Today, we have a very special guest all the way from Kentucky, and he's going to tell us our story. We actually met in Fort Lauderdale, but we have special guest Jack Bennings. Jack, welcome. Thank you, Jaime. It's, it's a pleasure being here. It's, uh, it's been fun being here, and it's good to see you guys. Yeah, you've been here for two days now. And we're really grateful because we pulled you out of retirement. We yes, would, you did. We wouldn't have known because you look just as sharp as the last day I saw you, <laughs> sharper than me. But uh, we know you're enjoying retirement. And before we talk business, I want to hear about that. I want to hear about what is uh, life after work. Well, you bet. Uh, it's been enjoyable. I retired December of 2021 uh, after 10 years with uh, my employer down in South Florida. It uh, And I think as you approach retirement, you think, what am I going to do now? I mean, we were go, go, go when we were down in South Florida. And then re- relocating back to Kentucky, where I grew up. I can still say y'all if I need to. Uh-huh. Um, my son, I've got two boys. My youngest son, he and his wife are professional horse trainers. So they are in Paris, Kentucky. Um and so they've got a 55-acre thoroughbred rescue horse farm that they will take thoroughbreds off the racetrack. Um, a lot of times they're given to them uh, so the horses can uh, get another job, do something else, and they'll retrain them and resell them, or they will compete. Uh, so it's about 55 acres, uh, beautiful country. Uh, it's in the midst of uh, some of the thoroughbred racing horse farms, the 1,000 acres, 1,500 acres. Um, one of the main uh, horse farms from the Breeders' Cup uh, is right around the corner from them. Uh, it's a beautiful area. They've got about 50 thoroughbreds, only two of them working. Uh, we convinced them to buy a Kubota tractor, thank God, uh, because I could not bale 90 bales of hay like they did. And it's only, again, two of them. I mean, they, they work extremely hard. So they've got about 15 acres of just grass. So my lovely blonde-haired wife, Ms. Jan, and I are his lawn crew. So it's about anywhere eight hours of pure on-the-bad-boy mower. Uh, and it's about a 50-inch mower. We have, we have a great time. It's, it keeps us in good shape. Um, we support what they're doing. Uh, it takes eight hours that they don't have to work in that area uh, because, again, their main focus, take care of the horses, train, ride. Uh, Chris has got clients in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, Lexington is a, is a beautiful area in the center of the state. Um, bluegrass, to say the least. Uh, we were glad to get back. My brother is back there. Jan's got two sisters that are up in the northern Kentucky area. So, you know we're we're back home so to speak so but it was it was glad to get back there the center of the state uh, being down in south florida you're limited on i can't go up to missouri unless i'm flying so being in the center of the state is is terrific my oldest son is in just south of kansas city he's got 15 acres there um and when the grass grows uh he calls dad and said hey what are you doing next week uh, I've got a John Deere that's just calling your name. So we head out nine hours on the, on 
I seventy west. So, but it's great. Uh, we enjoy it. We enjoy it. You know, you wonder sometimes how do you keep busy when you're retired? You tend to get real busy. You know, just doing stuff, helping with the church. I, I got involved with the with the uh, police academy um, in Georgetown, Kentucky. So, to support uh, those entities is is critically important. Um, my son in in Kansas City is in law enforcement. He's a SWAT certified detective. He just he 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 called me one night and he said, "Dad, I just qualified to be a sniper." I'm going. Oh, God, please. Uh, but it's, you know, I respect what he does. Um, I respect both of them. They, it, and it's it, interesting story on both of the boys. As we were talking, we'll talk a little bit about business. Uh, both of them are not college graduates. Both of them are extremely successful in their craft, law enforcement. Brad was in the Coast Guard for four years. Uh, the Coast Guard and the military uh, made him what he is today, mm-hmm. and I am so thankful for that. Um, Chris, has uh, he started writing when he was in sixth grade and never quit. Um, he's now happily married, uh, 55 acres, thoroughbred horses all over the place. They just had our first grandchild um, is a filly that's now about uh, six months old, and she's she has the personality of Chris, which is hilarious because of the fact of he is such a cut up. So uh, he deserves everything he gets. Sounds like you're having a lot of fun in retirement, uh, Jack. But before we move on to business, is it Kentucky called the Bluegrass Strait because the grass is blue or because of the music? It's, uh, I think it's probably a combination of both. I know being down in South Florida, we always had the, the, uh, uh, the grass – is is so hard and so tough. It's like they always said it was like a weed. When we went back to Kentucky, the first thing that we always did took our shoes off and walked in our bare feet. You know, so maybe we're always rednecks or something. I don't know, but it's it's uh, yeah. They got bluegrass music and and the grass when it starts growing. I'm out cutting grass at least once a week, and and it just it doesn't stop till the till late fall. Uh, so right now, this is a perfect time for me to come down here because the grass is not growing. Okay. And I can picture you on that John Deere. I really can. But I know you're not wearing that suit, right? No, no, not hardly. I have uh, my other suit is uh, jeans and boots. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jack, uh, thanks again for taking a break from the good life. And I'm so happy to, to see you, uh, you know, enjoying a well-deserved retirement. I got to see you work hard in South Florida. But let's go there. When we met, you were working... At the, at the Greater Fort Lauderdale Economic Alliance. Mm-hmm. They are like uh, the equivalent to the Our Las Vegas Global Economic Alliance, or right. LVGA. Of course, we I was there with Perry Ursum, who is here with us today. You uh, have gotten to see the podcast we did with uh, Tina Quigley, my friend Tina, who's uh, not just the president and CEO of the LVGA, but also a member of the Workforce Connections Board. And as you learned over the past two days, a strong partner in how we're trying to align economic and workforce development. But tell us what you did at the um, Greater Fort Lauderdale Economic Alliance because that inspired two positions here in our region. Sure, I'm happy to do so. I I was very fortunate. I come from a business background. That's been my whole business life. But what was interesting is I was hired by the Workforce Development Board called Career Source Broward. It is your 
workforce connections here in Nevada. Um, and I was going to be the I was going to be outsourced to the Greater Fort Lauderdale Alliance uh, as a representative of the Workforce Development Board to support the economic development activities within the alliance. So my main focus really was to support the business development um, and to help them uh, navigate through the workforce development issues uh, that a company might have, whether they are in Broward County uh, or if they're potentially talking about relocating to Broward County. Uh, I got actively involved with our permitting action team uh, we talked a little bit about that yesterday and how critically important it is to to make business, uh, make permitting business friendly. Um, and, and, and I think that Nevada, Southern Nevada, will take a look at that issue. Uh, but I was actively involved with our state training grants. Uh, so I was referred to as the money when we came to these meetings. Um, we were active with a community Um I was, uh, I was so fortunate to deal with um, many of the elected officials uh, in these municipalities. They were so supportive of what we were doing, um, working with the business community. Um, and I think as we came back out, uh, and again, three years ago, when Mason Jackson, God bless him, and I hope he's looking at this uh, podcast. Yes. Mason called me and he said, Jack, one of my associates out of, out of Nevada, a good friend of mine, uh, Jaime, Cruz, Jaime Cruz, we we wanted to have, um, they, they were asked to come to Fort Lauderdale and shadow you for three days. That was it. My mind just <laughs> stopped at that point in time, and I thought, what am I going to do with these guys for three days? Uh, so after an initial introduction, uh, I set up various different meetings uh, for you guys to see really what I did. Um, and certainly you met with a lot of the Alliance staff and, and so on to see some of the other functions of what our economic development organization was doing um, and really how I tied in and supported many of these initiatives of the, at the Alliance. But, you know, we went on to some calls, uh, had the opportunity to see, you know, a, a small company that was looking at hiring 10 employees uh, to another one that was maybe taking a look at a training grant. And, and then, of course, the, I think the uh, – the cherry on the on the cake was uh, meeting with Bob Rossioli, good friend of mine. Uh, Rossioli Yachting Center, just a, a, a terrific first class boatyard. Yep. Um, S- South Florida is considered the the boatyard uh, repair capital of the world, um, and it just is the marine industry does a, a phenomenal job, and it's one of the prime industries of, of certainly of South Florida. So, I was so fortunate, and and I had. So much fun doing this because of the fact of the cooperation, collaboration that we had with the educational institutions. Uh, I partner with Broward College a lot in the, in the training programs and so on. But just having the opportunity to work with our municipalities, and they supported what we were doing. They would bring us into meetings and call me, say, Jack, I've got somebody that's looking at hiring. Come on out. I'd be there in a heartbeat. And it was, it was great, extremely rewarding. So... Uh, as we talked about that and, and to see three years ago what has come about it, uh, I, I'm proud and, and hopefully that we, we did some right things in the right way. So I commend you guys for doing it. So it's a, it's a big commitment. We were the only ones in the state of Florida that did this out of our 
workforce boards. So tremendously successful. And I, and I compliment Mason and Bob Swindell, the president and CEO of the Greater Fort Lauderdale Alliance, for doing this because Mason always said uh, it's hard to go into a company and say, I'm with the government and I'm here to help. So it's almost like an oxymoron. So he put me into this position. There were two other people prior to me, about five years each, I spent 10 years in, in this position. I was, I was so fortunate to do that. And, and as Bob Swindell said when, on, on my retirement uh, event, so to speak, he said, you're the only one, I think, that's ever retired from the Greater Fort Lauderdale Alliance. So ah. that being said, I, I don't know if that's good <laughs> or bad, but anyway. No, that's really good. And I think um, – and I know Mason <clears throat> is watching. So, Mason – uh, I'm going to send you this link, so I know you're watching us. And so thank you uh, for not just inspiring us to do this here in Southern Nevada, because uh, uh, you're right. We only have, besides uh, Mason, we only found one other place where they were doing it. And so we, um, again, it's only one of the things I've learned from from Mason over the years that I got to enjoy visiting him in Fort Lauderdale and meeting with him at, at Knob uh, meetings at NDC. And so you're absolutely right. You inspired us because of what we saw. We saw how the businesses uh, appreciated uh, the money, the resources yeah, that you were bringing sure. to them, and how it, it augmented, complemented, and accelerated the economic development activities supported them in your area. So here in, in Southern Nevada, we came back and, and again, embedded a workforce expert mm -hmm. into the LVGA, the equivalent uh, uh, of your agency there, uh, but also of the uh, Vegas Chamber. And you've met them now. The Vegas Chamber is our largest chamber in the state, close to 5,000 members. You've met some of the folks that work at sure. the chamber today. And so, um, you know, it's been um, really fun to try to, if you will, replicate the level of success that mm -hmm. I saw there. Our problem was that, you know, back in when we – met you in late 2019 uh we didn't know what was coming in march of 2020 yeah. right the none of us did huh? yeah and so we were hampered if you will we all have been changed forever by the event of a worldwide pandemic and uh here we are but again grateful that you came almost three years later to help us press the reset button if you will on this initiative help us refan that original fire that that lit uh, uh you know that you lit that time ago and and again um, we hope that in a, in a few months we'll be able to call you and say, you know, your visits already sparked us. We're making, you know, we're fine-tuning, making adjustments, and hopefully one day truly reach the level of success that you and Mason had in South Florida for all those years. Good, good, great. Well, anything that I can do to help, uh, I, I know Mason Mason was a, uh, a real blessing. He, he was a visionary. He still is a visionary. He's, he's a wealth of information, and uh, I made the decision to move out of South Florida. Mason stayed, and I know that there are a lot of organizations that are pulling at Mason's coat strings because he is he's a wealth of information yeah. you know, and a great guy, good friend. And so, um, you know, again, I know we've talked about it, but for our listeners and our audience, uh, we've described that what you were doing in, in Fort Lauderdale and what we're trying to do here in Southern Nevada is bring these workforce resources that can be uh, we can connect employers that are both uh, moving to Southern Nevada mm -hmm. or growing in Southern Nevada to these no-cost workforce resources that uh, helps them, helps the bottom line of their business. And so, again, that's just one, one more tool, one more benefit that the economic development folks have in their tool bag. Sure, sure. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, the opportunity <clears throat> to present to companies this, this 
massive resource, and I do say it's a massive resource. There's a lot of people in our workforce development agencies that want to help companies. They want to help individuals find that right mix. Um, uh, Companies are looking for employees. Um, Since being retired, uh, driving around Georgetown, Kentucky, driving around Lexington, uh, driving around some of the rural areas, just going to my son's farm, uh, you see these signs, help wanted uh, on a manufacturer, $29 an hour. And I'm thinking, why aren't people applying for those positions? So having that opportunity to say, let's, let's combine, let's partner with, let's find out what kind of, what kind of people that you need. We've got, the, we've got our staff that will help you find that right next, next right employee. Uh, it's, it's a challenge, uh, extremely rewarding. And uh, I, 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 again, I, I thank, I thank Mason. I thank Bob Swindell. Uh, it was, it was a, a great ride for my last ten years of work. So now I'm just reworking mowing. Yeah. So if anyone out there needs a mower, just call your old buddy Jack. Call Jack. Jack, I, I, I would, I can't, um, you know, not thank uh, your better half. Who thanks to Jan, Jan, if you're watching. Uh, thank you for lending us this guy for two days. And we've been making you work morning, afternoons, uh, yeah, yeah. dinners. Is, Last night you had a working dinner. I did. Tonight uh, we're going to see some hockey yes. in the desert. Uh, but again, we've really squeezed, I think, a lot of value out of these two days. But uh, thanks again to your better half for you bet. yeah, loaning you us bet. here. Jan? She and, uh, she wants me to come back. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. And then again, Mason, if you want to see some hockey, you know, give us a call. We're waiting for you, for you down here in Las Vegas as well. So. He's, he's a Florida Panther. Oh, uh, he oh, is? Yeah, I, yeah, oh, yeah, well, I think so. Or, or trying to get him off his boat okay. about now. <laughs> Well, Jack, I want to, again, one more time, thank you for your visit because it's been not just uh, fun for me uh, to see you, see your, you know, see you smiling again, uh, enjoying your retirement, which is well-deserved, but also grateful because one more time you shared the, the wisdom of those uh, years that you and Mason, you know, produced results for South Florida, and it's going to ho- hopefully help us here in Southern sure. Nevada replicate some of that. So as we finish the podcast, I wanted to... Uh, give the mic to you to share any final thoughts that this two-day visit might have generated in you and say, you know, goodbye to our listeners. Well, it's, it's been an honor to, to be asked to come back out here. I mean, I mean, you and, and Perry Arsom have become good friends. Uh, and it's always good to see you. It's always good to reconnect. Um, it, it was interesting to meet with some of your staff here um, to see what you're doing in Southern Nevada um, seeing the support that the local community is giving you as far as your job centers and, and the first-class facilities that you've got, the opportunities for these companies to have a hiring event in their neighborhood says a lot because, again, they want to draw the kind of people that are going to come to this specific area. So um, having that availability is, is a tremendous opportunity for any companies that want to relocate uh, and expand in in Southern Nevada, you guys have done a great job. It's been it's been fun to be with you guys. It was great dinner last night to talk a little bit about permitting with uh, strategic uh, uh, manager and and also the former uh, exec for the county. Yep. Um, but uh, they're they're first class people. I I really enjoyed it. 
Um, it was fun. It's been fun to be out here. Um, I wish you guys continued success. Anything that I can continue to do somewhere along the way, as Jan says, she wants me out of the house. Uh, mm-hmm. So <laughs> call me whenever you can. I, I'm, I'm happy to be here, and, and I wish you guys just the best. So I heard you say if, if there's another invite, you might come back. I, yeah, it won't take long. Okay. Uh, I'll check my schedule. It's open. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Well, thank you, Jack, you for this bet. visit. My Give me a fist bump you there. Bet. So my good pleasure. to see you, my friend. Thank you. Well, that's it for another episode of the WC Podcast. We hope you join us at the next one. Until then, stay safe. Thank you.